Hello, and welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. At GVC, our mission is simple. It's to love God, love people, and love life. This year, we want to reach further into the glory and the presence of our God and experience Him like we never have before. This year is going to be different. Can you feel it? I know you will be blessed by the message and the word that God has for you today. Here we go. We just want to say thank you for uh, being a part of our online church, and uh, we're expecting some amazing things this year. We started a new series last week called There's No Place Like Home. There's No Place Like Home, and we had a subtitle with that message, and we said that it's called Homesick, and we simply were talking about the, the perspective of being aware of heaven, that when we become more acquainted with heaven, and understanding, and when we say heaven, we're not talking about necessarily a place, but we're talking about really just a, 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 a dwelling place and a, a place of walking with Jesus because the kingdom of God is not a place we're going to. It's a place that we're living in now. But there is coming a time when we're going to be going home. And so the question I posed to you last week is, are you getting homesick? Not from the perspective of saying, man, I'm ready to be done with this life. No, are you getting homesick and are you becoming homesick because the older that you become, not that you're aware of your age so much, but the older you become, you become more aware of your walk with Jesus. That the longer you're, you're, you live, this life that you've lived with Jesus becomes more real, more tangible, more, just more real. And therefore, it becomes something that you just can't wait to see him face to face. And if you recall, we share this with you because once again, in the season, in the time that we're living in, it is, it is so crucial for us to be aware of home becoming a part of our lives sooner than we think. The Bible says over in Hebrews, it says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, talking about assembling in the local church, as some have gotten in the habit of doing, even as you see the day of the Lord coming. So as we see that scripture, he says, listen, heaven is getting closer to earth. Heaven and earth are coming together because of the seasons and the time that we're living in. And Jesus is standing at the door and he's at the threshold ready to come take us home. And he says, don't forsake your assembling together in that time because the local church is the greatest representation of heaven. And the more that you assemble together, the more that you begin to understand what heaven is going to be like. And therefore, this corporate setting helps us get ready for that day. And you realize when heaven gets close to earth, it's not going to be this scary happening. It's just going to be a stepping over like, whoa, it's just like I imagined. And the reason we can say that is because we're experiencing heaven on earth. Jesus is coming very soon, and I don't know about you, but it's something that's been stirring in my heart for an extremely long time here, just as we've been uh, uh, seeing things happen, and it seems like there is just a sound, there's an alarm that is being set forth to say, home is coming soon, are you homesick? Now, I don't know about you, 
based on your upbringing or your home life, obviously there comes a time as we mature that we just kind of are longing for independence. But if you think back just to your youth, was home an environment that you just longed to be at? Was it something that when you were apart from home, you're like, man, I am glad I'm gone. I'm glad I'm not there. Or was home such an environment, even though there may have been boundaries, even though there might have been disciplines and things of that nature, there was just an environment and a culture of love that you said, I just long to be home. And if that has not been your case, then you could say it this way, that maybe home was dysfunctional, right? Well, so we as the body of Christ... If we, the people of God that have received salvation, received this precious gift, if we're not homesick, maybe it is a symptom of some dysfunction within our own personal home life. But you realize that God doesn't want you to consistently stay there. He's wanting you to turn the corner. Praise God. And so today, we've got a subtitle if you will and it's called moving day we are in a season you are in a time that it is moving day it is a time that god is looking for us to move and to advance forward because of the season and the time that we're in you know as i was preparing last night and just kind of going over my notes and preparing for today, there was this song that kept stirring in my heart. And it just kept going over and over and over. And it was a song that we sang so many years ago, but it was, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. I don't know if you'll know the song, but it says, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things on earth, they'll grow strangely dim in His glory and mercy and grace. Amen. He says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. And that kept stirring in me because everything that is burning with me in this hour, in this time, and even though we see it affecting church and the culture of the time that we're living, there's still something burning in my heart. We could look to and think about those that are here or should be here, but you're here. And I want you to hear the heart of God this morning saying, turn your eyes upon Jesus. May it become something that burns within your heart. That he becomes the passion and the desire of your heart. And as you begin to focus on Jesus, as you begin to hunger for Jesus, the things on this earth, they'll become strangely dim as we experience his glory and his grace. His heart and his desire is to know you personally. And Jesus, the Spirit of God, is saying to you today, today is moving day. You've been here long enough. I don't know about you, but there's some things that stir in my heart from time to time that you find that you really are sensing that it is time to.
to advance. We've been here long enough, but why is it that oftentimes we find ourselves staying in the place too long? Oftentimes we let fear move us and keeps us stagnant in a place and we stay there too long. Oftentimes we haven't changed the scenery because we've become comfortable and complacent. We've learned how to use our faith to get us to the place of where we are. But we've stopped using our faith and God has said it's now time to stretch your faith, use your faith, engage your faith and begin to move further because there's more on the horizon. And it's now time to grow and exercise your faith in a new place. We've allowed ourselves to become uh, 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 slaves to the bondage of this life. And because of all the heaviness that many times we allow ourselves to get buried under, we've allowed ourselves to stop dreaming over time. I'm telling you, there was a time when I got out of Bible college where I thought, man, I am taking the world by storm. And I mean, there was nothing that you were afraid of. There was nothing that could hold you back. In fact, sometimes you had to just keep your mouth in check because sometimes the things that would come out your mouth would just kind of cause people's eyeballs to pop open because, again, you're just so bold in just what you were believing. And then over time, life happens and you find that, you know, you just at times can lose your voice. But once again, God is saying it's time for us to grow in our faith and begin to take the mountain that is ahead of us. There's no place like home. But how many of you know that home was never meant to stay the same and look the same for the rest of our lives? I don't know about you, but I've been in homes of people, and this is not a criticism, but you understand that, there, that there's a mentality, well, it's good enough, or it's just okay, or we'll settle, or that will do. And you go into somebody's home, and the shag carpet is from the 1970s, right? I remember back in the day, there was the, the velvet uh, uh, wallpaper. Anybody remember those days of velvet wallpaper? Come on, man. It's time for the scenery to change. It's time for a home makeover. It's moving day. Somebody say it with me. It's moving day. Amen. Now, we understand that life will bring disappointments. We know that they'll come and go. But once again, we cannot allow these places of disappointment to enslave us in standing still. And if we have begun to live a life where the disappointments in our lives have become all that we see, then the reality is, is that we have placed our needs in front of God's needs. Because God doesn't need you to stay in this place. He needs you to move. He needs you to advance. He needs you to go to that place of increase because you have been here long enough. Say it with me. Say, I've been here long enough. Come on, you don't sound like you're convinced. Are you convinced that it's, you've been here long enough? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you ready to go to the next place? Are you ready for God to reveal himself in this hour? Are you ready for heaven to meet earth? Are you ready to step over because you're homesick and say, I've been waiting for this day and I've been so stirred? Or are you so distracted that you're like, I don't know if it will ever come? No, come on. How many of you know that I've been here long enough? Say it with me. I've been here long enough. It's moving day, praise God. Amen. In fact, let me just say this to you. If you come to church, now this is just one of those things that it's just kind of a, 
a habit that we oftentimes do. If you've if you're, been in a place where you feel like you've been in a funk, you've been in a rut, and you come into church and you sit in the same place in the same chair every week because that's just my place where I sit, then next week when you come in, sit in a different place because that place that you've always sat in was the place where you've been in the rut and where you've always been. So change it up, change the scenery, get in a different seat and say, hey, it's not going to be this way no longer. I'm sitting in a new place. Amen. Now, you might say, are you serious sitting in a different seat? I'm saying change the scenery. Amen. You might say, well, I like that seat. Well, that seat was a place where you were comfortable in all your stuff. It's time to get out of the comfort zone and move into the new day and the new season. Praise God. It's moving day. Praise the Lord. Amen. Notice what it says here in Psalms 37. Psalms 37, verse 23. It says, the steps of a good, or one translation says, a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. Did you hear that the Bible says, your steps have been ordered? So in other words, this life that you've been living, if you feel like you have been in limbo or just adrift, that is not come by you being intentional in the steps that you've taken. Because the Bible says that God has ordered your steps. So you may not know where you're at now in this season, but you can know where your next step is because it has been ordered. And the Bible says that he will delight in his ways. So what does that mean? This next step, this moving day, this new place... It's not going to be one that you're saying, oh, dear God, are you kidding me? God brought me here. No, I'm telling you, it's a place that you're going to delight in because it has been long enough that you've been in this place. It's moving day. You might say you keep saying that. Yes, I want you to understand it is moving day. We're changing the scenery. Praise God. Our steps are ordered of the Lord. Now, here's the secret. The secret is moving today. The secret is me moving today so God can move tomorrow. See, oftentimes what we do is we're looking at what tomorrow will bring. God, how come? God, what about? God, it don't seem like it's happening. And God has been saying, all I've been waiting for you is to take a step. If you take a step today, I'll move tomorrow. See, God's just looking for us to step out in faith. There's a step to move, but we have to begin to move first. My mom just told me a story of, of her sister. My aunt and uncle are individuals that love God, and they're just people that, they're just bulldog, dogmatic that God is real. And so this past week, my aunt, she's like 75 now, I believe it is, but she, she's one of these individuals that is just, just tough. She's not going to go to the doctor unless it's, like, serious. In fact, she, she had, a, I don't know, I think she had a heart attack just a couple years back. And she's like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Finally, uh, well, yeah. They said, yeah, you've had a heart attack. Well, so that's just her, her demeanor. So she was in severe pain, and there was a lot of burning going on in her body. And just a, a number of other things. And so she said to my uncle, her husband, she said, I think I need to go to ER. 
And so when she went in, they said, well, you've got a severe case of shingles. That's why you're experiencing the burning, and that's why it's having an adverse effect on the rest of your body. Well, so she came home, and they told her, they said, you know, concerning shingles, this could be months before it goes. You could be dealing with this for months in this severe pain. Well, so just this past week, their house, they've got a nice house, and they've got a very nice pond and a pavilion thing. And so a lot of times people in the church will ask, hey, can we do weddings at your house or something like that? And they're just so gracious. And so there was a wedding that was taking place at their house. And here she is in the house in pain because of the shingles and not able to participate with the activities that are taking place. And so she just said, you know what? God is my healer. And I've already been healed. And so if I've already been healed, then I just might as well act like I am healed. So she came out of the house. There's several steps that come out of their back door. Probably at least ten steps that's kind of up high. And she just said, I am going to partake of the festivities today because I am healed. She took one step down on the step. And she said she began to sense the power of God in her foot. She took another step, took another step, took another step. And she said, as I continued to walk in the yard, she said, the power of God started to come up my legs and begin to fill and flood my whole body. And her daughter-in-law saw her and noticed or recognized that the power of God was on her because her body was trembling. The daughter-in-law had some physical ailments going in, and because she saw the power of God on her mother-in-law, she ran like a little baby girl and ran and jumped on her, her mother-in-law, grabbed hold and says, I'm going to get some of that. Because she took a step. The steps are ordered of the Lord. And because she took a step, God's power met her the moment she took a step because it's moving day. Completely healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. You say, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. Well, that's okay. You see, believing is a matter of taking a step. Those that do believe, they'll take a step. And if you don't believe, well, that's okay. Praise the Lord. If you don't believe, then what you do is you just sit still. Or if you believe, you'll end up taking a step. Or if you say, I want to believe, you say, well, then I just, want to, I, just want to, I just want a step. Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody. I realize that some of these things are new to many. But we're living in a time where God is going to reveal himself in this hour. You realize that when it comes to putting yourself in some water. And the older that I get, I find that I don't like cold water. You know what I mean? When you as a kid, man, you jump in the Great Lakes, it's 50 degrees, and you just blue-lipped blue it out, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm not cold. <laughs> right? But now, it's like you put your toe in, you're like, whoo, that's cold. But you venture out because others are doing it. The young bucks, you know, your kids are running out having a good time, so you're like, well, I'm not going to let them have all the fun. So you put the toe in, then you put the foot in, and before you know it's coming up your leg, coming up your leg, it gets to your waist, woo -hoo -hoo! but you keep on going, right? 
And before you know it, if you'll allow yourself to get in waters that are submersible, you'll find that you'll uh, 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 adjust to it. And before you know it, what seemed to be such a shock to your system is become normal. And you're like, whoo, this is nice. Ha <laughs> ha. What am I saying? God's wanting you to take a step. God's wanting to take a step with you in this hour. It's time that you stop looking at your circumstances and saying, this is what the scenery is always going to be. It's your moving day. Amen. Now, there's some things that take place when it comes to moving. And there is a moving that God has been doing and He's been in the works of doing for some time now. And now we're just beginning to step into the edge of seeing what that's going to be. I'm talking about us as a church, Genesee Valley Church, you as a people in this hour. And you can be an individual that says, well, I'm just not interested in that. And that's okay. We'll love you in spite of that. But I'm telling you what, we're moving forward. There's some things that take place in the move. If you've ever been a person that has moved, we know we got some church uh, uh, people that they've just moved here just within the last few months. But it's interesting that in a move or before we move, we find ourselves oftentimes complacent and comfortable, don't we? And we find ourselves being moved by circumstances or even being moved by fear. And I'm talking about naturally, but I'm also talking spiritually. I'm just comfortable. I'm complacent. Or I'm even fearful of taking a step as to what that may look like. Because it's unknown. But there's three things that I'm going to bring to your attention here. Number one, in this new move or this moving day season that we're in, God is going to be moving on your heart and stirring an uncomplacency or a, a, a lack of complacency within you. You may even find that, man, I have just been frustrated. I just feel aggravated. I'm grumpy. I'm irritated. Why? Because something on the inside is stirring. You may even sense, again, using the moving analogy of being in a house you may be at that place where the, the the season that you've been in your home it was okay and it served its purpose for the for a while but now you're sensing that the environment the house the place is too small and it is now time to get into something bigger. It is now time to stretch. It is now time to reach. It's now time to go somewhere, to be somewhere, to, to expect a, a, a place that will hold more because God is frustrating, stirring something on the inside of me that says there's got to be more than just this. I want more because there must be more and God says there's more and so therefore I want the more. Notice what the Bible says here in Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah 54, starting in verse 1, I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible. It says, Shout for joy, O barren one, she who has not given birth. Break forth into joy, shouting and rejoicing. Now let me stop there just for a moment. Did you hear it say this person, 
And again, there's a greater spiritual truth to this verse. But O barren one, shout for joy and rejoice. Well, if I'm barren and I'm desiring to have a child, if I'm desiring increase but I'm barren, it doesn't seem like it's a good time to shout for joy or to rejoice. Listen, your breakthrough, your moving day is just on the other side of your shout of joy. You might say, well, I'm just a little too dignified for that. Listen, you could stay all dignified in your small place or you can just decide, you know what? I'm breaking out and I'm moving forward and I'm going to the bigger place in God and I'm going to lift up a shout and I'm telling you, if you would learn to shout, if you would just dare to believe, if you would dare to lift your voice and if you're afraid to do it here, then do it in your car. But I'm telling you what, if you've got four crazy friends, how many of you know it's a whole lot easier to get indignant for Jesus when you got somebody right next to you doing the same thing amen you think man I feel it bubbling on the inside of me I feel it. it's like this is a gusher it is about ready to explode but you hold it back oh but I just want to shout I want to give God praise I want to rejoice oh and somebody next to you lets it rip and before you know it glory why? Because somebody gave you permission to allow what's on the inside to come out. And breakthrough happens. And it's a season and a time to look at your mountain and laugh. You might say, why am I going to laugh? Don't you know how bad it is? No, your laughter is an expression of your joy. And it's an expression of your faith saying, ha, 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 Mr. Devil. That might be the facts, but I've got a higher truth that my God is taking me to a moving day place, and it's a place that's bigger of increase. Ha, ha, ha. Praise the Lord. It says, Rejoice, she has not gone into labor with child, for the spiritual sons of the desolate one will be more numerous than the sons of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the side of your tents. To make room for more children. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare them. Lengthen your tent ropes. And make your peg stakes firm in the ground. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. And you will, your descendants will take possession of nations. And will inhabit deserted cities. Come on, did you hear God speaking to you this morning right now? He said, it's time to enlarge your territory. It's time to move into a bigger place. It's time for increase. It's your moving day. But man, I'm telling you what, you've got to begin to see it. And it begins with the first step. Don't look at your limitations. Look at the faithfulness of God. Come on, how many of you know that when you look at a mountain, a mountain looks immovable? But God says, I'm the one that moves mountains. And the reason that I move mountains is because I'm the one that put it there. And he said, the way that I put it there was I spoke it into existence. The way that you're going to remove it is you're going to speak it out of the way. So start rejoicing. Start shouting for joy. Because that which seems impossible is possible. Amen? God's stirring a lack of complacency. There's a restlessness on the inside and if you'll be attuned to that and say, God, I just want more, you'll find that you'll begin to take a step and you'll begin to move. Number two, how many of you know that whenever you move, 
Whenever you make the decision, it's time for us to leave this home. It's time for us to move into a new place. You got to pack. Right? And when you start to pack, you begin to discover all the clutter and all the junk. And you find, man, over the years, I have gotten really good at packing away, tucking away, and even hiding that thing. I forgot that I had it. I forgot that I stuck it under the bed. Boy, it was so neat and tidy in the back of the closet, I didn't even know that it was there. And all of a sudden, you begin to find that as you start to get ready for the move, you begin to discover all the clutter and the junk that you've accumulated over time. And how many of you know, in order to move to the next place, you've got to be willing to let go of and let loose of the junk and the clutter that you have collected for so long. Amen. And much of the junk and the clutter is merely a memory of the past that once held you captive. Have you ever begin to remove the clutter and once the clutter and the stuff is out of the home, you begin to see the shell of the home, but then what you begin to notice, you begin to notice the ding in the wall that happened when the kid threw the tantrum and threw the whatever it was and put a dent in the wall. You remember the time when so-and-so got angry and they ended up spilling the Kool-Aid on the carpet and the stain is still there on the carpet. And all these years, the dings in the walls, the stains on the carpet, they've always been there, but we've got so accustomed to seeing them because we lived in it day after day. But now that we've removed the junk and the clutter, I can see the stains, but I'm not taking the stains with me. I'm leaving the stains and the dings and the pains of the past there, and it's now time to move forward because it's moving day into a new season, into a new place where there's more of who God is but it comes with a step just taking one step taking the first step and I want to ask you the question is the stuff worth it sometimes we've held on to the stuff and it's become a sacred cow to us but listen it is time to let it loose to no let it no longer let it be baggage in our life this new place doesn't hold the memories of the past. And it doesn't hold us prisoner any longer. Notice what it says here in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24. It says, put on the new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. What's God saying? This new place, you're going to look more like me. In this new place, you're going to walk in a greater awareness of me in you. In this new place, the realities of who I am are going to become more tangible. And you'll be more aware of me in your life. I'm telling you what, I'm, I've been getting stirred up so much so in the last. I've been reading a book by Smith Wigglesworth. He was somebody that was back in the turn of the century. Man, he was a man full of God. And he just believed God. I shared this story on Wednesday night. But back then, again, this was in the early 1900s. He was a man that was, that was a traveling minister, but his ministry was to minister healing or the power of God to people. And he has such a fame about himself because of all the results that were taking place. And this one woman wrote him a letter and says, I've been blind from birth. Will you come and pray for me? 
He sent her a letter back and he says, I'll only do it on one condition. And that is, is we don't stop until you see. Come on. How many of us have gotten to the place where, man, it's just a little uncomfortable and we give up? He says, you haven't seen since birth, but it is a moving day. It is a time for you to step over into a new place of increase. It's a time for you to see, but are you willing to take the step until you'll see it come to pass? And she wrote back and said, come on. So he went and visited her. He said, well, do you have a place that we could pray? And so they went in there. And I can't remember if it was an hour and a half or three hours, but they went in praying, her not seeing, but she came out rejoicing and shouting and seeing for the first time in her life. Come on, these are the hours that we're walking into where God's revealing himself. Why? Because the world has gotten so cold, the church has become so calloused that there's a, a season where God needs to display the glory and the love of God so that people will believe in this season. Why? Because heaven is coming. Can somebody say amen? Number three, and I'm closing up quickly. You can't take the old stuff to the new place. I said you can't take the old stuff to the new place. In Mark chapter 2, verse 22, it's the Passion's translation, and it says this, and who would pour new wine into old wineskins? Eventually, the wine will ferment and make the wineskins burst, losing everything. The wine will be spilled and the wineskin ruined. Instead, new wine is always poured into new wineskins. He's talking about really the Spirit of God and painting a picture. What God's wanting to do in this hour, where He's wanting to take us as a church and where He's wanting to take you, He says, the old won't do. I'm preparing you anew. I'm taking you to a new place in a new season. And you can't bring the old stuff to the new place. Have you ever found yourself moving into a new house? In the old house, you had the old furniture and it filled the old house just nicely. It decorated well, but you get over into the new house and the new house is bigger and it just seems like you don't have enough stuff to fill the house. In fact, it just don't even seem like it goes because it's out of date in the new style. And so you say, well, I guess we just got to fill it with some new stuff. God's got some new stuff for you in this season. He's got some new furniture. He's got some new equipment. He's got some new realities for you. But will you take the step? Will you take the step? It's moving day. I said to you that when it's moving day, there's clutter. And we all stand together. You realize that when it gets time to move, it gets real messy, don't it? You got to dig out all the stuff, pack it all up and unpack it again, and then there is a season. There's a time of messiness. 
But all the while in that messy season, God is taking you from where you were to where he desires for you to be. God is moving in this hour. And I want to encourage you so that it doesn't move you. It just might get messy. You might see new people that don't just look the way you always thought they need to look. There might be young people that are coming into the church. There might be baby Christians or people that are just coming in to knowing who Jesus is. And it might get a little messy because when you got babies, it always gets messy. When you got young people, it's always messy. When it's moving time, it's always messy. But I'm telling you, the mess is going to be worth it because moving day there's no place like home and if GVC is your home get ready because it's moving day with every head bowed and every eye closed let me just pray for you dear Heavenly Father I pray for every single person that's here in this place Oh, God, we've allowed ourselves to plan out our future, set our own agendas, but, God, you're about ready to shake that up, turn it upside down. You're about ready to make it messy. Oh, God, and we say we want our hearts to be ready. God, we want to get messed up for you. Oh, God, we're willing in Jesus' name. God, we're willing to submit our will, submit our ways. Oh, yes, and there's those things of the past. There's those things. Oh, it's the clutter, God. I pray right now that we will not get bogged down in the clutter. There is no condemnation to those that love the Lord. So, no, it is not going to be a season of condemnation. No, it is going to be a season of conviction, but it will be a season of great freedom in Jesus' name. And, God, I thank you. I thank you that it's beginning to look different. In Jesus' name, and everyone said. Well, that's it. Do you feel the glory? Do you feel the filling? I know you do. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and come back next week for God to move on your behalf again. Want to know more? Check us out online and our social media, all from our website, gvchurch.tv. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.